Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show, The Big Show, the most important and critically acclaimed podcast. <gasps> that is recorded in our car, and today we are in the Hemi studio. That's right, the Hemi-powered studio. It's, everything is better with a Hemi in it, right? Including podcasts, apparently. Including podcasts. That's right. We're in the we're in the daily driver, the overpowered daily driver, and we're going to town to pick up some supplies. It's just like they used to do back in the day, except for they'd have to hop on the in the wagon and go to town to pick up some supplies. We're going to a little further away than just our regular town. We're going to a town that actually has more than one store. Hmm. Ooh. Who knew? They've even got fast food restaurants. It's a big town. And check this out. They have stoplights. That change color. That change color. Oh, wow. They're the only only uh, town within 50 miles of us that have stoplights that change color. You might think that uh, means we're in a pretty rural, rural area and you would be correctamundo. It's a little uh, Spanish for you there, maybe. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Okay, I don't speak Spanish. I wish you did. Spanish is one of the ten languages I wish I spoke. Uh, probably the, the language I wish I spoke the most was English. But <laughs> Today we're having a mystery episode. What is a mystery episode? A mystery episode where is the subject of the episode is known only to either myself or my lovely co-host spice i sure hope he knows what this one's about <laughs> you can you can guess by what what the topic or the the uh, lack of topic from my beautiful co-host spice that it is my mystery episode this and today we're going to talk about one of the things that over the last year has become more and more apparent to me as one of the most, if not the single most dangerous thing to preppers. And I think as 2020, which right now we're in November of 2020, as 2020 drags on. It's December, it's just, Yeah, we just turned December. We just turned December. I forgot. Okay. It's now December of 2020. Finally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> and as December of or as 2020 drags on, this one topic has just really become more and more prevalent in my mind, and apparently not many others. I know Spice certainly has seen it too, as the overriding single problem in the prepping community with prepping and the focus of preppers, and that is echo chambers. We have just We've talked about this several times before, but I'm not sure we're making any traction on it. Hello. The danger hello, hello. of uh, living in an echo chamber if you're a prepper. It is, it, it's just, it's beyond me how people are just willing to believe any old doggone thing if they hear it from somebody who they agree with on other issues. No matter how stupid it is. No matter how, how little actual evidence there is, as long as it comes from a source that agrees with my politics or agrees with my religion or agrees with my uh, worldview or agrees with my culture. And they say it enough times. And they say it enough times. But if and right. you see it everywhere because it's an echo chamber. Everybody's echoing the same information, same absolutely bogus information. Over and over and over again, and it builds. The, the problem and, is... Pe- no, I, I want to make one thing for sure. This is not a political post. This isn't about 
politics, even though there's a lot of political echo chambering going on. And this is on all sides of the spectrum. It's not just one side. Yeah. Everybody's doing it. You see equally ridiculous conclusions no matter which way you look if you check out different echo chambers. The deal is many individuals stick to their own echo chamber. It is human nature for us to feel more, most comfortable with people who are otherwise like us. We're more attracted to conversation and socializing with people who are otherwise like us and getting our opinions from people who are otherwise like us. So this is a flaw that's built into human psychology, but it is nevertheless extremely detrimental to actually being prepared for the real world as it is because none of the echo chambers is willing to look with clarity at changing situations. They have their position, they like their position, they're comfortable in their position, and they hang with their position as information changes and the situation changes. And most important, I think, at least to understanding how echo chambers work in 2020, their positions make the money. Their positions make the money. The people who run the echo chambers are getting stinking, filthy, rich off of them because they know what their market is and they know how to sell to their market. It's ultimately commercial, but the commercial part of it is very well hidden. Absolutely. Under a belief system because it's the belief system that sells and then they've got a captive audience to sell to. But as long as they disguise it well enough by, for example, only making their money off of selling information lists and selling ad access, and they don't actually try and sell you things directly themselves, as long as they've got the commercialism well hidden, then people don't notice and they just think of it as if it's an information source instead of a commercial venture wearing the coat of an information source. Not only are the echo chambers dangerous from getting your news from them, but the reinforcement that people are getting from these echo chambers is clouding their judgment across the board. It's making the most ridiculous ideas they have seem seem real, seem appropriate. It's taking an evidence-based person and making them into a drone. Got a perfect example. Happened last night on one of the social media. A friend of mine posted that she was surprised. There was a significant jump between late November and early September or December in the gas price at her local station. And immediately, I mean immediately, it was off to the races as to which political candidate or party's fault this was. I mean, it, it, it came down to, well, when so-and-so gets into office, it's just going to get 10 times worse. What do you mean? Blah, 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 blah. And it was, they were off, and they were, starting to throw, they were throwing facts around all over the place. They were just gonna, absolute nonsense. Nonsense. Now, here's what a prepper needs to do, in my opinion, when looking at stuff like, okay, wow, the gas prices are going up. I wonder why. Okay, so forget politics. Forget it. Forget Democrat, forget Republican, forget liberal, forget Democrat, forget any of that stuff. Set it aside. Doesn't matter for what we're looking at, right? We're looking at gasoline. 
Now, we may come back to the fact that there's been some new taxes put on it, or we may come back to the fact that, you know, uh, this type of fracking has been outlawed in this oil field. That may be down the road what we find out when we start to research why the gas prices are going up, if we really care, because, you know, if they're going up, you're going to pay what you're going to pay. But let's say we do care. So we start thinking about it. Well, what could possibly be causing the gas prices to go up? Well, this is a capitalist economy, which means we know that supply and demand dictates pricing. Some relation to each other, yeah. Dictates pricing. If demand goes up and supply doesn't go up, prices go up. This is how it works. If demand drops off and supplies become uh, plentiful, the prices go down. This has nothing to do with Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. This is how it has worked for hundreds and hundreds of years. Gas prices always go up at the beginning of December, uh, barring significant underlying weirdness. Which does the, happen. The trend over the years has been prices go up after the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, they, and just, just, they just have. Why? Because demand is starting to rise for a little bit. And also, something that most people who don't just don't, who listen, live in echo chambers instead of actually try to understand the real world, don't realize, and this is something that is important for preppers to realize, is on September 15th, or shortly there before, but the switchover happens on September 15th, we switch in the United States from summer gas to winter gas. It's a completely different formulation. Summer gas actually is has more energy in it than winter gas. But it has more tendency to pick up water, too, I understand. Yeah, there, there's, okay. yeah there's, there's this, there's that, there's other. There's a reason they do it. It's more volatile. Yeah, there's a reason they do it, which is why it's always better to store winter gas and not summer gas. So if you're going to store gasoline in a metal can, for example... First of all, don't store half a gasoline in a metal can or half a tank of gasoline in a metal can that seals. But we've recently seen that's a very bad idea. Good way to destroy a $30 can. But anyway, besides the point, the storage that you do should be of winter gas because the formulation lasts longer. Summer gas, that's why you have to put stabilizer in summer gas more than winter gas, even though you should stabilize both or you can store them long term. It's just a different formulation. And it happens on September 15th. Okay. Now there's a switchover period. But once the switchover period has been done, the winter gas is cheaper to produce. So the prices generally fall, along with the fact that there's less demand because there's much more demand for gas in the summer. So your best pricing is going to be in October. It's just when the best price, year in, year out, this is just the way it works. It's worked that way for years. Now, other factors come into play. Where are our refineries? Well, they're on the Gulf Coast, okay? Have we had any significant hurricane activity on the Gulf Coast this year? Yes, we have. But how specifically did that affect the refineries? I don't know. It's Joe Biden's fault. I don't know. It's Donald Trump's fault. <laughs> no, they had to shut no. down production for a while. Did they? I don't know. They, they may have. They didn't have giant interruptions, but they had interruptions. Right. I, yeah, I actually do know they did. Yeah. Because I looked it up. I mean, yeah, because, you know, when you get a hurricane coming in, they have to shut the thing, thing down. And it, you don't just 
click a switch and the refinery shuts down. That's no. not how it works. It takes days to shut these things down and days to start them back up again. So there's a dip in supply for a while, which spikes the prices. <laughs> and if you have a lot of uh, illness and absenteeism in your workforce, then the Say supply drops maybe somewhat. a pandemic or something? I don't know. Oh, you mean like there's a whole bunch of cases of uh, coronavirus <laughs> in the area where they're doing the refining? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, there's a whole bunch of cases everywhere. So, yeah, there is. Yeah, I and know. there's a lot of people it's... who are sick, and there's a lot of people who are quarantined. That's just the way it is. Texas so, and Louisiana are being hit hard right now. So workforce is down. Supply is down. Prices are up. None of the political people have done anything of significance that would move the needle one way or another in the past two months. Sometimes that's a factor, but not this time. So if you've only got one hammer, every darn thing starts to look like a nail. If the only hammer in your hand is it's got to be the other political party's fault... You're going to take a hammer and start beating on a bolt to try and get it to go in and take a hammer and start beating on a screw to try and get it in or out because it's all you got and it's not going to work very well. And if it's just a matter of what you think and what you believe, you know, I suppose this isn't as big of a deal. But as a prepper, this is nuts and bolts stuff because what you think and what you believe determines the prep's you do the timing of the preps and everything else for example right now you can't buy nine millimeter ammunition you just can't buy it and if some becomes available i looked at the price of it last night i think i'm a millionaire because i have several boxes of nine millimeter ammunition i think i'm a millionaire i really do (laughs) anyway long story short five new sources five this is what i want people to listen to. I want you to go left wing, center left, down the middle, right wing, wacko right. Five news sources. Compare everything and then make your decision. That's what I want you to do. That's what I do. Five. I intentionally, if I need to shortcut it, I'll pick two, okay? I'll pick center left and center right. And interestingly, they virtually never even have the same stories on. Yeah, they'll be talking about completely, completely different, topics. different things. They just one side will be talking about how this, this, it's just it's amazing how and by center left and center right, I'm talking about Fox and CNN because they're just very available. Uh, you know, you'll look at their front pages and they they won't even have a single single story that's the same. Which that should tell you what you need to know. Most of my reading is actually outside the uh, political arenas. But it doesn't so, matter. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It's political, not political, you know? It's not in an echo chamber. Right. E- even on the, like, the uh, social stuff, like the uh, entertainers, they have to list completely different, <laughs> different entertainers. It, it's amazing. Anyway, long story short, I cannot express enough how dangerous I think it is for people to focus their information gathering on single source or similar source. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I'm a, I read five different white, right-wing blogs, or I read five different left-wing blogs. I listen to both kinds of music, country and western. That's a great line. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah, I got them going all the blues, brother. Oh, I love that movie. That's, that's maybe my favorite movie, because I, too, hate Illinois Nazis. <laughs> anyway, long story Yeah, if you're a Nazi, please don't listen to any more of my podcasts. Please just go away. I'll just make that... I don't normally talk about politics, but there's a difference between politics and 
words I can't speak because we're a G-rated podcast. I'd personally rather they quit being Nazis and stayed listening to the podcast, but that's me. Anyway, pressing right along. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it, and we'll catch you the next time.